Did you know Super Awesome Mix has an app? Go to the Apple App Store today and download Super Awesome Mix. It's free. You could start creating and sending your own digital mixtapes in just a few clicks. Also, there's links to our Instagram account and a link where you can follow your favorite podcast. Speaking of which... Welcome back to another Super Awesome Mix. My name is Matt Sidholm alongside my co-host and co-founder of Super Awesome Mix, Samer Abusalbi. Samer, how are we doing this week? Doing real well. You know, we're kicking off, we're well into season three and um, it's our first guest for the new season. Yes. So that's always really exciting. We, we love, love having, having guests on. <laughs> we do. Yeah. You know, we were talking before the show how it's just such a great way uh, to be introduced to a bunch of music that we normally wouldn't pick. Um And so, you know, we are joined today by Laura Larson Miller. She is the founder of Music Club, um, also known as like the Human Algorithm Substack, which I am a very happy subscriber of. Um, In fact, that's how we connected. I found her work and started reading her newsletter, really enjoying it. And then we, um, you know, started chatting and I realized she would make a, you know, great guest on the show. Um, Words that she wrote that I really liked and what, what, you know, really kind of made me want to reach out is she writes, uh, music isn't simply something I listen to. It completes a thought, makes a moment, delivers a mood, which I couldn't agree more with. And a lot of what we talk about on Super Awesome Mix, um, I think, really resonates with that as well. So um, you can, you know, learn more about her work at musicclub.dance or her Insta at Laura Larson Miller, both of which, of course, will have links in the show notes, too. With all of that, Laura, welcome to the show. Thank you both for having me. I'm very excited to be kicking off season three. This is my first podcast, so very excited to be here, and I welcome the opportunity to be a part of another music community. As you mentioned, I started Music Club in 2019 to share my passion with music for others. I send out a weekly newsletter and a monthly one full of human-curated mixes, and I also like to spotlight people in the music sphere. And through Music Club, I try to make music discovery easy. We don't always have time to, you know, create dig and listen to new music. So hopefully by subscribing to Music Club, it will deliver new music to your inbox. And I like to think that Music Club is for people of all genres and levels of music lovers. So I hope that there's something for everyone in there. That is awesome. So how have you found growing an audience on Substack to be? Because that is a direction a lot of writers are going. Um, Obviously, it's working out for you. You've been at it for a few years now. But, you know, what was kind of the key to building the audience? So I first started with maybe like 20 members and I would just send out an email via Google, like Gmail. And then I eventually migrated to uh, MailChimp, which I did for a couple of years. And then I took a break just to kind of get re-inspired about Music Club and someone had introduced me to Substack and I just liked that visually it was very appealing and very clean and I also liked that it's a newsletter and a blog in one so you could send out your newsletter but then it also houses all the newsletters as a blog post so it's almost like a two-in-one I think that really helps people that are new to um, Music Club just so they could browse through before signing up. And so I've been really enjoying it. And lately, a lot of my new members have been coming through the Substack network. So it's almost becoming a social network in itself. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. I I, lo- I have a, a number of friends who are growing Substacks themselves. And um, 
it is a really cool way to kind of get, I don't know, personalize your inbox is the way I think about it. It's like you can just pick the pick the stuff you actually want to read every morning and and <laughs> kind of filter out everything else. Um, but with that, I think we should get into get into your mix here. Do you want to tell us a, a little bit about the, the theme before we dive in? Yeah, so for my theme, I did a festival lineup. So if Music Club was curated a festival, this is would be my lineup. I probably had about 10 different versions of it because it was really challenging <laughs> to pick 12 songs. And so I ended up going with a few new artists that I've been really into last year to introduce to others, a few artists that I haven't seen before, but I would love to, and some just all-time favorites. And I have them in order of how I'd appear how they would appear on stage and I would have it start around 12 p.m and only go until midnight since I'm getting you know now in my 30s I don't want to be out past midnight <laughs> so it's uh it's for everyone and um regardless of people's musical preferences I hope there is something for everyone and more importantly we'll just keep you dancing throughout Okay, so your first track, and I love the title here. It's and I'm gonna mess up this name. I know it. Okay, Fiorucci made me hardcore by, and I love this artist name, Barry Can't Swim. Yes, and apparently he can't swim. At least that's what it says on his Instagram. <laughs> Appropriate. Yeah, so I picked this song because he's a London-based producer, and he's actually a classically trained musician. And growing up, worked in jazz bars. He played in a band in university. And it wasn't until he moved to London where he discovered electronic music. And that's what evolved into Barry Can't Swim. And I picked this artist who is pretty new because he blends multiple genres with that jazz background and classically trained. You know, you hear a little house, a little jazz, a little orchestra. And it just creates this really upbeat and euphoric feeling. And he, I was when I was researching him, he found a lot of inspiration by just living in London because he hear just so many different types of music, and he just wanted to kind of reflect that in his music. And so, I'm just I haven't seen him yet, but he's on my list. Yeah, this was a this was a great opening track. Like I was immediately like you know upbeat. I was like, okay, here we go. You know, like I never know what you're gonna get when we get these mixes. And just right away, there was a lot of energy. So I really liked it. And, uh, you know, I didn't learn how to actually swim till I was 40. And we actually had a swimming pool growing up. So I also really related to his artist <laughs> name, Barry Can't Swim. I'm like, hey, Matt can't really swim. I'm still not a very good swimmer. So did you throw um, yourself a, a pool party for your 40th birthday? Um, <laughs> No, Make it we, one more floaties. no, I actually got the swim lessons. That was like the gift from my wife because we have a pool at our house now and I had a pool growing up, but yeah, never had swim lessons, but it was really funny not to get off on a tangent, but this class that she sent me to was like a fear of water class. So there was people in there with like real like phobias and stuff, but I was just kind of sitting there and I was like, well, I, I'm not afraid of the water. I just, I just don't know what <laughs> to do. I've just procrastinated for 40 yeah, years. Yeah, I just, I'm kind of lazy, I guess. You know, I was like, I was trying to be a little sensitive about it because I was like, I, I get how there's fear. That's just not who I am. So yeah, that part was a little bit awkward at the beginning. Yeah, when you definitely, kinda, you definitely crashed that party. That's everyone terrible. was kind of opening up, but I'm just like, hey, I'm cool. I just want to learn to swim, you know. But anyway, <laughs> maybe you'll have That's to send awesome. that that class info to Barry to <laughs> learn how yes. to swim. Yes, Barry, if you're ever in Dallas, I know a great <laughs> swim school to send you to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is a really nice like. uh 
opening track and and as i wrote and as you just said it definitely sets the mood for the whole mix so i was into it nice nice opening act i'm already you know there for the 12 o'clock show now i'm deciding to <laughs> stick around for the one o'clock uh which brings us to track number two and that's only l by um i'm guessing tisha and nimo t-s-h-a yes it's tisha yeah. and nimo so Tisha is another new London-based producer and DJ. And I first heard this song on Instagram. It was used to promote a Golden Voice Festival last summer, Eight Note Picnic. And since then, I've just been hooked. And I, you know, I can't get enough of it, especially once the vocals come on and the music. It just really like gets to me. And I think it's what I categorize as emotional electronic music, which I think maybe a lot of new people to that genre may um, gravitate more towards just because it's just like really enthralling and beautiful. And this song was part of her album, her debut album that was released last year that was also in my top 10 album picks. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I I love that description of like emotional electronic. I think a number of these tracks, you know, I really felt like a mood as I was listening to them. Um, and we'll talk about them as we get to that. But this one, certainly like the actually the lyric that I loved in this one that kind of stood out to me is making a living can feel so slow. And that's just something that kind of, you know, can resonate um, because sometimes you just, you know, you have we have like the things that we love to do, like working on this podcast. And then we've got like jobs that we might not love as much as we like, <laughs> you know, working on, on on a music podcast. And so, yes, yeah, sometimes making a living can feel so slow. Um, but this track definitely got me moving and, and in a rhythm. And, you know, that's true for a lot of these. I just found myself like head bopping or, you know, wanting to, to dance side to side as I just, you know, let, let the music kind of wash over me. So I really like this one a lot. Is real music dying? What even is real music and who are we to judge that? Well, my father is a lifelong musician, and together we've been making music for over a decade. In our new podcast, we dare to ask the urgent, the weird, and the deep questions, and we have a lot of wild stories to tell. No matter what genres you enjoy, whether you're a musician, a producer, or a listener, we invite you to discover unconventional perspectives on music. So tune in, and go follow Mad Makings of Music wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, so track three, and I think this might have been my favorite track. You go with I Still Believe by Purple Disco Machine and the great Diana Ross. Favorite track. That's good to hear. Yeah, Purple Disco Machine, it was really challenging to pick just one of his songs since all of them are just so fun and catchy. But I figured, you know what? You can't go wrong with Diana Ross. And I also think Purple Disco Machine would be another good artist for new people to the electronic music world. He does a lot of remixes of pop songs like Dua Lipa, Lady Gaga. So it kind of makes it an easy entryway into that world. He is a German producer and DJ. And um, in my research, I learned that growing up, his dad would actually sneak into the house cassettes and vinyls of like forbidden rock bands and then... After the fall of Berlin Wall, he took a trip with his family to Munich, and that was the first time he walked into a record store, and he said he instantly just fell in love with that world. And uh, it is a really good song, and it just fun, new disco, funk house. Like It makes it impossible not to be just dancing to when you listen to his songs. 
yeah, I love how you described it as just so accessible because that's maybe that's what got me is that it sounded maybe more familiar and, and just had such a strong disco sound to it. And I was like, yeah, Sam, it got me thinking we need to do a disco mix. I think we, we haven't yeah. done one oh, of those I would love yet, that. but yeah, so I many good disco tunes. yeah, that's definitely got to be on the, uh, on the list down the line, but yeah, everything about this one, the energy, all of it, it was just great. And I think you made a good point about being familiar. Like even when you rewatch TV shows that you've seen before, there's just that sense of familiarity that's really comforting. And so I think when you hear a remix of a pop song or an oldie like Diana Ross, it brings that in. And then also the DJ brings something new into the equation. So, you know, we mentioned earlier like emotional tracks and I would put this one, this next one as a, as kind of an emotional track that I listened to. And this is GMT by Oliver Sim. Yeah, so definitely another emotional one. And I don't know if you when you heard it, if the vocals or the vibe sounded familiar because he is one third of the band, the XX. And this was his debut album, which was also produced by Jamie XX. And his album was another top pick of mine from last year. So I think if there's anyone that's a fan of the XX or Jamie XX, I highly recommend listening to his album. And before releasing this album, he had shared that he had been living with HIV since he was 17 and carrying a lot of shame with that. And so this album was kind of like a catharsic release um, in producing it. Wow. Yeah. No, I mean, I I thought this track was so powerful Um, and absolutely love his vocals. As you said, yeah, I was like, this does sound familiar. And (laughs) and I saw that (laughs) that he was a member of that. this one, you know, I, I read he wrote this one kind of as like a, a love song to the city of London because um, he was traveling in Australia at the time. And he, you know, he notes that London is kind of like a melancholy city. Um, and, and I think this track really reflects that. I think it has kind of like this melancholy mood to it. And his vocals really lend to that as well, uh, in addition to just like the, the vibe of the electronics that he uses. But um yeah, I just kind of I felt more moody listening to this one. and I really liked it because um, generally in January, I kind of want like moodier and more melancholy. Like that's kind of like I either want really amped up like goal driven music. Yeah, or like let's something start the new re- year off. Right. Or something really <laughs> low. Nothing in between. I can't I can't bother with anything in between. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyone new to the show, Samer is deeply affected by the weather. Generally, whatever the weather is going on, <laughs> that's going to sway his picks throughout the year. It's true. It is true. <laughs> I mean, that definitely makes sense. I was in London in December. My partner's from there. And it snowed the first weekend we were there. I'm from Los Angeles, so not used to living in a cold climate. The sun would rise at 8 and then set at like 3.34. So right. definitely the weather impacts your mood. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, All right. Your next pick, you went with Like Breaking Glass by Cut Copy. So, yeah, this was actually the first album of Cut Copy I've listened to, but they are, I know, a pretty, you know, big band that's been around for 20 years. And I love this song. Again, it kind of is emotional, but there is also something about that sound that's very distinct and fun. And... Um, so after listening to this album, I listened to their 2008 album in Ghost Colors, which kind of really made them pretty big. And that was also an incredible album as well. And I picked them because I would say outside of the UK music scene, Australia 
has also created a lot of great artists. You have Rufus the Soul, Tame Impala, Kylie Minogue. So I just really enjoyed this song and I have not yet seen them, but would love to. Yeah, yeah. I talked about familiarity on the last track that I introduced, you know, by Purple Disco Machine. This one, I thought you could have told me if you had played this for me and said it was written in 1982, I would have been like, yeah, totally. I hear the synth, you know, all of it. Like, I'm into it. Okay, cool. And then I'm like, this is from 2020. So it's like, I thought that was just such an incredible (laughs) job of like capturing all of that feel, you know, to kind of the heavy synth pop of of like kind of the 1980s and and bringing that back. So I, I really enjoyed this track just because of that. that sort of nostalgic feel for it. Yeah, it's cool that like, even though it's been 20 years, they still have that sound and it's kind of distinct and like recognizable for them. And so it's cool that like throughout the decades, you know, it's still going strong. Yeah, I I also had to check the year that this was released because I had that same reaction. It's awesome. Yeah, very, very familiar 80s sound. I liked it. All right. Um, so we're at the halfway point now. You know, it's like, what, five o'clock in the afternoon at this festival. So we've got um, track six, ATK by Bonobo. Yeah, so Bonobo is a British musician that's based in Los Angeles. And he is known for more of his like, ambient and down-tempo sounds. This one's more a little upbeat because... What I really love about him is he could create songs that you would hear in the club and then also songs that you would hear at the Greek theater playing with the live orchestra, which is where I saw him last year. And I love just the variety. Um, And then this song samples a song by Atakora Manu, who is a composer guitarist from Ghana. And so I listened to that song and it is really incredible that you could hear the original song in this one and just like the blending of the two of the old and the new. And I think he's just one of the most talented musicians. I've seen him live a couple times and he plays with the full orchestra and it's just really great. And unfortunately for his last tour, he shared that it might be his last tour with an orchestra just due to like the rising costs of touring, logistics, visas. So it's kind of like a, a bittersweet Right. Yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate. Um, Because I think it would be really interesting to watch. And I I love when musicians pair up with orchestras. I like, I just think it's so interesting. Um, You you get such, I mean, when you think about it in like the musical history, right? You're like talking about sounds that have been around for hundreds or thousands of years pairing up with like relatively modern new sounds. And like having those two things come together can just be so fascinating. Um, I really like this track. I like the energy of it a lot. I love the instrumentals, like kind of in the middle where the beat kind of drops out for a little bit and then it comes back and you just find yourself wanting to move with it. Um, So I really enjoyed listening to this one a lot. Yeah, it was fun to see him at the Greek theater. It was drizzling a little bit. People were dancing. It was just a, a really great show. Yeah, you mentioned the artist from Ghana and I think that's the one thing I really appreciate about electronic music and DJs is they sample from so many different types of music that you are kind of able to discover other things, you know, from these songs, if you kind of do a little bit of a deep dive. So I I thought that was really cool when I read up on that, because I don't think I would have ever heard of that artist otherwise. Yeah. And I personally honestly didn't know that either until I was doing the research. So it is really cool just to 
learn about other, you know, music from other worlds. All right, we're halfway through the festival here. Okay, we got we, we still got six hours to go. Track seven. Sun is starting to set. <laughs> Sun's starting to set. That's right. Okay, maybe you get yourself a little dinner at this point. Something to eat. Okay. Um, track seven. You've got "Don't Let Go" by Super Shy. So Super Shy, most people may not be familiar with this artist, but maybe you have heard of Tom Mish, who's an English musician who became known via SoundCloud. And he's also known for his genre bending styles between soul, jazz, funk. And this is his alter DJ alter ego that was inspired by his love of electronic music and desire to wanting to explore new sounds. And if you couldn't tell already by some of these songs, I'm a big fan of disco and this song He's only has a couple singles out, but I'm obsessed with all of them. And he just kind of does a really good job of keeping the beat moving, upbeat, and just, you know, I just find it really cool to, it'd be cool to be a musician and then to have all these different musical personas, like a DJ one. And just, it just, I think it reflects how talented a musician is if they have all these different, you know, alter egos. Yeah, I agree. That's, that's really kind of, that's what I thought of immediately is like, you're so talented that it's like, I have to create a whole other person to encapsulate some of that talent. <laughs> it just carries over. You just need to keep, right. keep on creating more personas. Right. No one's going to believe this is all from me. So I'll just create this other person that will also create great music. Yeah. Um, but no, I thought this was a, this was a really cool track. And, and I just love the backstory behind it too, that he's like this super talented artist and brings together all these diverse styles and then just wanted to, let me just try this other genre while I'm at it. And uh, you know, yeah, why not? Yeah. Let me just sprinkle some disco on it and see where it goes. (laughs) We, we talk a lot in these, you know, now two seasons of the show about how impressed we are with certain musicians who can just basically do everything. And and it's just kind (laughs) of amazing. (laughs) And we're also always amazed, like, you know, certain huge hits or just like, oh yeah, I wrote that like the back of a napkin on a bus ride one day. And you're just like, what? (laughs) (laughs) That's wild. So much talent in the world. It's really cool. Um, All right. Track eight. Um, These next two tracks, actually, track eight and nine are my two favorite off of your mix. So I was really happy. Um, Yeah, I was wondering what your favorites were. Yeah, definitely these two. So track eight to start with is Never Come Back by Caribou. So Caribou is the band of Canadian musician Daniel Snaith. And I first heard about Caribou when I saw them. He plays with also a band at Coachella back in 2015. And again, it was just upbeat and just blending the live band with electronic music. And speak, speaking of DJ alter egos, he also has a DJ alter ego named Daphne, who I would say is more tech, like a little darker sounding than super shy. And what I love about Caribou is he's also singing in all of his tracks and he's known for his falsetto vocals. And throughout it, he's almost using his vocals as another musical beat which I think is pretty cool and unique. And um, one random fact that I learned about him is that he has a PhD in math. Oh, of course. Fact. I mean, who doesn't <laughs> hear on this recording? <laughs> 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 well, 
I only why have not a bachelor's. also throw that in? I only have a bachelor's <laughs> in math, so I don't know if me and That's Dan true. could hang out. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he would not be impressed with you <laughs> he at wouldn't, all. He wouldn't at all. So. <laughs> um, that's really cool. That's fun. No, I, I, I like this one. It is like a little bit of a moodier track, I thought. Um, but and I, and I also love, there's, I believe, piano in this one that I really like um, that is just really beautiful. And again, I, I love, you know, how electronic music can just kind of blend through all these, as we've talked about, blend through all these different genres and bring in all these different instruments. So, uh, and piano is probably one of my top favorite instruments. I love piano in a song. <laughs> so it was really cool to, uh, to get that in this track, which is why it was one of my two favorites on it. And had you heard of Caribou um, previously or seen? I hadn't, no. So um, yeah, I was introduced to, I think I hadn't heard of almost everyone on here except for a couple. Um, so it was really cool. Yeah, this is like a whole lot of new music for me to, to get through. Nice, and, music discovery, one-on-one. Yeah, exactly. Always a pleasure. So fun. All right, so this next band I wasn't familiar with, but I definitely want to hear more of them. Uh, this song is called Good Times by Jungle. Yeah, so seeing Jungle Live is a guaranteed good time. This is a British electronic music project founded by two guys named Josh and Tom who had been best mates since they were a child and they lived next door to each other. And like Bonobo, Caribou, they are epic live performers because they perform with like a seven-piece band. And it's almost, I don't know if you've seen Arcade Fire live before, but kind of just that like full sound. They're taking up the whole stage, lots of like almost like choir vocals, and it's just quite the performance. And all of their songs are really good. So this was, it was hard to pick one, but I thought this was a good time. I definitely got that 70s disco vibe to it that you said you like so much from this one. And then I just love the, you know, they just kept saying good times, good times over and over again. So like by the end of it, you're like smiling, like you can't help but like have a good time yourself. You just keep hearing about good times. You're thinking of good times. So yeah, I really like this one too. Yeah, I feel like if we're ever in a bad mood, just put on this song and we'll just That's change right. your mindset. Yeah. yeah, we had like a, a pure joy mix uh, many episodes ago, and I this could easily go on there. If we ever do a volume two of that mix, I, I know exactly where I'm going for my first yes. pick, and it's going to be this one. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I love about music. I think sometimes I'll go maybe a day without listening to music, and then I'll put it on like, wait a second, like... It's just an instant mood booster. So whenever you're feeling down or low or in a funk, you know, it just instantly could elevate your state of mind. And I just, just has that power, which is really incredible. It really does. Yeah. And I find it actually can do the opposite too. Sometimes <laughs> I was like, if you ever, it's a danger of sometimes shuffling your music. Like you hit like a down track and you're like, oh no, now I'm in a terrible <laughs> mood. <laughs> Um, all right, home stretch here. Uh, you know, it's getting real late. You're, you're, you know, hopefully not wanting to go home yet, but you know, yeah, you're hopefully in your 30s you're not now, yawning but, yet, but right. I mean, 9 <laughs> yeah. p.m., I'm usually getting ready for bed. So, yeah, same, <laughs> exactly. Cause you know, 30s. Um, all right, so track 10, and it is Danielle Prince's Smile on My Face by Fred again. So, Fred again, I would say he is worth the hype. And I'd like to say I was listening to him before he made it big, which is always a, you know, <laughs> gratifying feeling deep down inside. Totally. And I got to see him live for the first time in September. He played at Los Angeles Forever Cemetery, which is kind of really unique because you are legit in a cemetery watching 
you know, musicians play live. And luckily it li lived up to my expectations. And he is another British producer who is known for using voice notes, random audio bits from friends, um, sampling songs to add to his songs, which I think adds that human and emotional element. And I picked this song because it samples a song by 070 Shake, who is another artist that I like. And her name is Danielle. And so that's the vocals that you hear on this. And also what I love about Fred, he's very fan oriented. When he was releasing his new album, he threw impromptu album listening parties throughout like the world at different bars. He really loves his fans and he just creates like a tight knit community. And Samir, you said you like piano. He has a piano EP where he's just so imagine like the electronic music, but it's just all on piano and it's just really beautiful. Oh, wow. I'll send oh, it to I'm you. Definitely, yeah, please do. I definitely want to check that out. That yeah. sounds awesome. Yeah, I um, I thought, yeah, this was such an interesting track. I, I also really loved, I loved the vocals. I loved even just, you know, what's being sung. Like I call out a couple of lyrics, like squeeze my heart all day, squeeze it till it breaks. Like there's just, you know, it's painful. Like there's, it kind of, it, it comes through, um, through, through the vote um to the vocals and everything so uh and i also really love when he cuts himself or you know like the the be a smile on my foot like he doesn't even it doesn't finish that that line and i thought that was really powerful because then that coincides with like kind of a mood shift in the song and again i think this one just takes you on a journey and i, I that's what i have realized in you know getting more into electronic music is like you just have to kind of I imagine you're just sitting on a tube in a river like you just need it to to kind of take you somewhere you know like let it do the work um because i think that's kind of the magic <laughs> that, yeah, at least that's how i view it i don't I, know i've been on many many journeys on dance floors right and like, been brought and brought to tears and just so many incredible moments and memories yeah i think that's what i've really come to realize is like a a dj can be a very powerful individual at, at a place right because that's really what they're doing is like they're they're finding ways to kind of manipulate the mood set the energy bring you up bring you down like get you crazy, you know, whatever, whatever they're going for, like they're, they're there to take you along for a ride and, and really good ones are really special. Um, and like a lot of props to them. So really cool. Great track. All right. Track 11 here. I think these guys would get the top of the poster for this festival. I mean, just as far as, yeah, uh, they'd probably be name. headliners, although they weren't, uh, they didn't make the top of the I mean, I think they were the first line on the Coachella lineup that just came out. Okay. But okay. yeah, they would they're they would probably be in the largest font. They'd be up the yeah, largest font. Okay. Track eleven, <laughs> you've got Got to Keep On by the Chemical Brothers. So this is an electronic music duo that was formed in eighty nine, so they've also been along for a long time. And in my research I learned that they're originally called the Dust Brothers after a West Coast hip hop producer group. But then they had to change their name because the actual Dust Dust Brothers like um, charged like went did some legal action, <laughs> and the Chemical Brothers they're part of why they're so I think iconic and impactful in history is that they're part of the musical movement that brought you know big beats which was basically break beats that synth sound to pop culture alongside Fatboy Slim Crystal Method, and I got to see them a couple years ago at the Greek theater and by listening to their the song, their album, they just have like such a big presence to them. And it almost, 
I'm a really big fan of like rock music and it almost has that same energy that rock and roll has. And um, I just also really love the song. So they would be like, I would say the headliners of my festival. Yeah, th- this was a really cool track. And like, I think it was about the three minute mark. You get that really deep voice coming in. And I could see how if you're in the moment, that would really kind of like stop you down a little, like shift your mood, like just immediately. And I thought that was really cool how it had that effect. I mean, I was listening to it like in the middle of the afternoon and I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Is something bad about to happen? <laughs> like, Why is this person talking to me that way? So I could see how in the moment it would really just. So again, Samri, to your point on the last track, how like the DJ really has power over like what's happening in the room. Like I thought this song did a great job of that. Yeah, this um this one was definitely the most recognizable for me as well. And and it just brought me back to their my favorite album of theirs was Surrender, which is like it released in 1999, actually. It all comes back to 1999. <laughs> um <laughs> and I listened to that like crazy. I loved, loved, loved that album. In fact, I think I'm gonna have to listen to it again real soon. Um, because the Chemical Brothers is on that list of of groups that I like kind of forget about for stretches of time. And then whenever I'm reminded of them, I'm like, oh my gosh, right. They have so <laughs> many good tracks. <laughs> I'll have to, you said it was Surrender. I haven't listened to the album. So I'll have to put that yeah, on definitely. my yes. music listening queue. Yes, please do. Let me know what you think. Um, cool. Final track here. Last part of the night before we all, you know, kind of gather our things and go home. And it is Neutron Dance by Crystal Clear. So while Chemical Brothers would probably be the headliners, I ended on Crystal Clear because just to, you know, end the night with, again, some disco, something more dancey to help, you know, bring people um, back down a little bit. And he is an Irish producer and DJ. And again, if you listen to his songs, a very distinct disco sound that just keeps the beat moving forward. And it's just hard to not dance. Um, and this was this came out in 2018 and was like a big summer hit in the DJ world. And whenever you hear a DJ play it, it kind of just, I don't know, it's just very euphoric and happy. So I just thought it would be, he'd be a good artist to end the festival on. And then this would just be a great song to end this mix with as well. Yeah, I, I agree with that. All of that. I, um, I wrote here in one of my notes, quote, definitely a dance track because that is exactly <laughs> <laughs> exactly the vibe that I got listening to it. And and it just yeah ended me on like a very high note coming off of this mix. And it almost had like a video game vibe to it. Like it, it, there's maybe like some 8-bit-ish elements to it where yeah, it just sounded like a little bit. hear that. Like a little bit, yeah, more like downsampled, but it just, again, works and just makes you want to move and it comes across so well. So I really, really enjoyed this track and I thought it was a, a perfect closer to to this mix and this festival that, who knows, maybe one day Music Club will, will host a festival. Yeah, um, I would love that can, to curate a stage. That'd be so fun. Yeah, that would be an amazing thing to do for sure. And I, I really loved like your, your mix idea. I thought that was so unique, this idea of like, a music festival. And I, I think we might have to do that as an Instagram post and, and see what people's lineups would be as well. Who who would headline your, your music festival? Oh yeah. That's, that's a fun good question. question. That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Really good. Well, thank you so much, Laura. This was huh. awesome. Yeah, yeah. This was a lot of fun. I didn't know what to expect, but you guys have been great hosts. It was a really fun, you know, like music homework assignment to come up with the theme, the songs, and really kind of like think about it and, put some like music strategy behind it wanting to pick something that 
I think would expose people to new music and then, but also wouldn't scare people and, you know, just want people to have a good time. Awesome. Well, there you have it. There's another super awesome mix for your collection. This one curated by music club, Laura, tell the people out there where they can find more uh, about you and follow your stuff. Yes. So to sign up for music club uh, newsletters, or just to read previous ones, you could go to musicclub.substack.com and that's music club with just one C. You can also keep updated with the latest music club updates on my Instagram, which is Laura, L-O-R-A, Larson Miller. Excellent. And we'll get some links out there with the show notes. And of course, you could follow us at Super Awesome Mix. We've got plenty more Super Awesome Mixes to work on. So we'll get to work on that. And so for Laura and Samra, this is Matt, and we'll see you next time. Super Awesome Mix is brought to you by DLM. Make shopping easy with DLM, the one-stop shop for all your casual clothing needs. Shop dlmsupplycode.com and enter the promo code AWESOME at checkout to save 15% off your first purchase. That's dlmsupplycode.com.